Ben Maras, how do you do? This is my podcast and it's just for you. It's called TED Talks and it's a load of shite. But I hope you enjoy it because I've kept it like It's about an hour long and all about T-Side, the people, the places and the Borough Pride. Yo, listening to episode 56 of TED Talks, the TED Hanky Podcast. That's my new jingle, that Marla. What do you think? Proper class, isn't it? It was it was all right, but I was just busy looking at that pigeon. He's fat as man looking at him. I've told him to go away twice, and he's just he's at the window bothering me again. It's because Julie keeps throwing pizza crusts out the bathroom window for him. That's why. He's what there every day. Yeah, that's why he's bothering me, because I've been going around scooping them all up, haven't I? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, there's uh... no you know me, I like a nibble of a crust. I thought she was flinging them out for me. That's he probably got the pipe. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're going to get a bat. Don't care what you are, eh? Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's gone now. He's gone now. That's good. Good. Uh, see, Mally, you know, it's happened again. Did you see it on the news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a beach. Well, yeah, right. You know why? Like when I went to the shop the other week, right? And, and I thought that he was definitely going to give us a bat. He was all right, man. He was class. He was like, where? And he was just having a laugh with us. But uh, I think like he must have gone down to have a look at he. Yeah, if you didn't see it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, last week when we got the white van stuck on Edgar Beach, well, uh, it was NASA's and we nicked it. And then this week, NASA went down to retrieve it and he got his 4v4 stuck. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy, like I tell you, he had to get a bus back and he didn't have a face mask. Yeah, no, well, no, he didn't, he didn't, but he he, but he had a pair of knickers in his, yeah. in his so he just whacked him round his head. But I think they were like scabby shadows, it was like chloroform. There was like six people had to drag him off the bus. Oh, God, imagine that. Oh, the poor lad. Yeah, I've been there, mate, honestly. I, I, I know exactly what it's like. Are you speaking about our Cheryl and all that, right? Uh, I tell you what, right, she's only got herself in trouble with the police, hasn't she? Why? What's she done? Because apparently, you know, when that you said, like, I love cock and that, and you have to tell them people. Well, she's oh, doing, cock some socks. Yeah, cock some socks. Well, I, she'd only heard the half bit of the link, and she said, like, all she heard was that you have to, like, email them saying you want cock and you love cock, right? And she apparently she did it like 50,000 times. The police have put a, a restraining order on her. <laughs> <laughs> if she wants cock, like, I can give her some cock, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't should I'll be doing that. Do you know what I mean? I still love her. No, I'm just helping out, mate, you know what I mean? Sorry. Hey, well, hey, don't be helping me out anyway, because uh, apparently she's on a tag. Do you know what I mean? So if you like, if you if you goes near any blokes, it goes off. <laughs> oh well that's her bugger then isn't it when she's in traders at the weekend <laughs> well, hey, man. well I hey, uh, sausage fest in there hey, well yeah I don't know I'm bad with traders Anna oh yeah you were trying to sell that meat weren't you it was like nine o'clock at night on the dance floor <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't trying to sell it I was trying to see you pay me for a quick scuttle that's what it was it wasn't what I was doing uh, uh, yeah it was a penis transaction not yeah got it well, got it right? movie you know like where the bloke's a cowboy and he pimps himself out like and I was just like I was there and I had a cowboy hat and everything and I was like well do you want a piece of action but there, uh, they didn't like, and I thought it was an undercover cop, but it wasn't. It was just one of the bouncers. The flumps was that, 
Was that the film Tombstone or Hang 'em High? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was your friend uh, Roger Rabbit, actually. <laughs> oh, do you know what? That's, I'll admit this, Mallet. I'm not afraid to. I'll admit this. That's probably one of three cartoon women I've had a tug over in my lifetime. Yeah, right. That's- Hang on. Let's have a look, right? Right. If one of them isn't Betty from the Flintstones, you're telling a lie. It isn't. No, it isn't. I've not really done one over Betty, but I'm going to have a think about her later on. Well, I, man, I thought that's what that song was about. Betty Boo, Betty Boo, I'm just doing the do all over you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Would you like to know who my top three uh, animated tugs have been over? Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Here, Go on I in. like these games, me, you know what I mean? I was class at them at school, when I? Right, uh Right, uh, was it that chick out of Thundercats? Uh, Chitara. Chita- Chitara, yeah. Yeah, she's top five. Top, oh, she's not top three. Uh, yeah, well, uh, was it Sheila? Sheila in at number two. Oh, well, Sheila. Uh, well done, you now need to find out number one and number three. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, let's see, who would I do? Who's like a still a cartoon? Uh, yeah, let's have a think. Madge Simpson. No, I don't like her hair. I mean, yeah, she's no, a big blue. Like she's from Teesside. It's like big blue bush. No, I've had one of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the specky girl out of Scooby-Doo. Oh, uh, my man, she's clapping yeah. there. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will go for the uh, the attractive, um, you know, the attractive, beautiful one. I can't remember her name now. Is it Daphne? Da- yeah, I can't remember. No, but Daphne you know, might be the one. I've had a, I've had a wank over Daphne. She looks like the one from Olive on the Butters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's classic. Yeah, I like I like her. I do. I really do, yeah. Um so there you have it. Yes, she uh um, sleeping beauty, but I like, it's near enough rape that in it. No, you can't you can't know Disney wanks, you're not allowed to Disney wank. Oh, yeah, That's... yeah. I've just had a class idea here, Ted. Right. Instead of top trumps, top tugs, right? And it's trading cards, right? Where we have yeah. different birds on him. And you'd be like, Well, look at the blowjob lips on there, they're a six, and you'll just well, I've got an eight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like that, yeah. Trumps. Jessica Rabbit, I feel for him, Roger Rabbit, she'd be up there, definitely, yeah. Because she's number three on my list, just below She-Ra, uh, and number one behind Scooby-Doo Girl, so that's good. They could have, like, they could have points for, like, uh, like lips, bum, tits, fangita, and, like, scalliness, because, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because it's no good if you're, like, you've got a perfect ten, but you don't put out, do you know what I mean? I want someone who'll do a bit of spitting, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, Ted? What, like she's got a lisp? Well, yeah, I tell you what, if you can roll her back, then you know what I mean? She's good for me. Yeah, well, you know, that's one of the skills of quite... I've seen your dating profile before well, on that right. website, and uh, you did put, she's got to be able to handle a todger like she's rolling a biff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I once put it on this match.com thing, and it only come up that I was matched with half a scargle. I don't know what it was that I was doing wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd obviously picked the wrong uh, the wrong options there, Molly, you daft twat. No, uh, it said, who would be your perfect company? Opinion, and I said, someone who likes a darts, right? Someone who likes a good strike, because you know me, I don't like doing no work whatsoever, right? Yeah. And someone someone who has a couple of pints, and it was Scargill, wasn't it? 
Yeah, uh, you see, I met Julie um, online by accident before, uh, where we both set up ghost um, secret profiles, and uh, you know, mine was quite good. I had a picture of Robert De Niro out of um, out of Cape Fear as my um, my profile picture, but Julie. Just had a picture of herself, but with a slice out. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I always thought, I remember always used to tell us that you once met when Julie came up to the McDonald's drive-thru while you were working there, and she got a bit of rambunctious when you tried to pass her a Big Mac, and she just pulled you into the car. Well, it's two, two lies there. Uh, number one, I've never worked at McDonald's. And number two, Julie can't fit in a car. You, so, <laughs> that's like my mum's story that she tells everyone. She says, oh, how uh, they met. You know, like the romantic story. No, no, we, we, we met years ago um, in, you know, in, in one of the food aisles in Job Lot. And um, it was it was a lovely moment um, when she was actually eating a, a bumper pack of cheesy Watsits as she was walking round. Um, yeah, and I think it, that looked like Indiana Jones when that big boulder's rolling down like one of the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like she was chasing me up the aisle, yeah, but, but with like orange-stained mouth. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a lovely moment. It was a lovely moment. I wish, yeah, I wish, I wish Face Max were compulsory back then in supermarkets because it was a horrible sight, actually. So, in a, a big sort of stained chops and fingers from multi pack of, of, of cheesy what's it? Yeah. Speaking of face masks, though, right? I found this on the floor here, right? Let's have a look here. Show you this. Oh, yeah. yeah, I found this on the floor, right? Just around the streets of Stockton, right? And it's been, they've been handing this out, right? I think it's quite funny, actually. So, I'm going to read it out. Uh, and it's from uh, Teesside Dementia. Um, they've um, they've been sort of circulating these, um, and it's, I'm not going to make any dementia jokes if people are going to get all snowflakey and stuff I, like that. Can I do loads of dementia jokes now? No, no, no dementia no, jokes. No, it's, no, a serious, no, it's a serious subject. Now, this leaflet is from T-Side. This T-Side Dementia Link Services have put this leaflet out, and I want to read it out, Mala, because I think it's important, right? And it's about how to wear your mask and look after it like, right? And that's the title of put on it. Yeah. Yeah, it must be just for where people stocked and talk, right? So uh, see what you think about these points. Number one, put your mask on when you're out, especially if you're going in places like... Yeah well, yeah. yeah, well, you do, don't you? That's the thing. You've got to get it on your head. Yeah, because that's number two, is make sure it covers your nose and gob-like. And your teeth, Ted. It's got to yeah, cover your teeth. teeth. And yeah. your ears, otherwise it'll fall off. <laughs> uh, make sure it fits you right and tight, but not as tight as your mum's grip on a purse, you know what I mean? Like, it's a joke, that, about Stockton mums having tight purses. Yeah, yeah. Stockton mums, they don't have tight purses. They have the big lax tuna purses. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Number four, make sure it's on the right way around or you look like a proper melt. Who uses words like melt in Stockton unless you're asking for tuna and cheese? Yeah, I tell you what, right, eat melt, exactly. I tell you what, Stockton, lad, you, you're doing me nothing, nigga. But go on, uh, it's a good cause, so we'll have it. Yeah. Okay, number five, don't bother anyone else's like, not even our Karens, and don't bother, uh, and don't bother yours out. I don't understand what that means that one uh, don't bother anyone else's like not even our Karen's and don't borrow yours out uh, yeah. don't borrow yours, yours out like yours out 
Hey, but can you bother who is out? Because, like, you know what I mean? If there's a couple of fuzzies on the goal, like, I still want to. I don't think you'd actually bother them. You've got to pay for them, uh, yeah. Mala. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, I'm going to be getting a bat. It's going to bother you for a minute, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah what, 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 what do you want? I just, I just want to blow you. <laughs> 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 do you wear a mask for that or not? That's what uh, you can get ones with the little unscrewable caps on them, you know, where you can just fit your tiddle through. Well, aye. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, right, what the lad's trying to say in, like, a roundabout ways, like, if you're going out, right, and you're going in the pub, and like they do, with the lads from down the club, you know, we are T-sad, we are proud, but we're also proper divvies and that when it comes to stuff like this, aren't we? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's the day of lockdown, there was like 50 million people having a rave in Eston. We can't be to yeah. If you go out, put your mask on, like, don't be nicking anybody else's mask. Yeah, because it'll probably stink because they've been smoking back in that. Think about That's, it. It's a good point now, which brings me on to number six. If, if you're um, going in the shop, Ted, hang on. If you're going in the shop, right, make sure you've got it tight over so the CCTV can't see you. Do you know what I mean? Then you can rob what you want. Think about it. Yeah, yeah, that should be a point on here. Um, right. Take note. Put it down in uh, the there, just next to that last one. Yeah, I'll write it down there. Hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, there we go. Uh, number six, if it's minging, shut it in the bin or wash it. I think they're still on about the mask here. Make sure they're not on about the pussy. Chucking them in the bin and that's, I mean, no way, that's a bit Fred West, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, number seven, right, uh, make sure that all the gadgets down your road know what to do. I think they're still on about the pussy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's like him. Um, at the people with dementia, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, number eight, uh, get get your lass to get some of the washable ones because they're cheaper, like. I think you're on about knickers here, yeah. not... Yeah, or your lads, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we are yeah good point. Said, you know what I mean? Boys can be boys with boys and girls can be girls. There was a song about yeah. that once, right? right? And that that's what it is. Uh, the the last one I think you might have wrote this one it goes hey, yeah don't be going out without one like because Boris will get you and you might get the virus Boris <laughs> hey, like cheers and people going oh I'm going to give you the virus <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I thought the virus was like yeah, it's one from back in the day that's what they used to say that that was I didn't realise they were calling this the virus oh that yeah. spoke me now Hey, that uh, won't be bare back and no prozies from over the Bonley. That's it. You've, you've got things, me. Hey, that was a good leaflet, that. Well, and this is the most disturbing bit. They put like a, a sort of strap line at the bottom and it just says, if I were Karen, ask you to babysit. Don't. She hasn't been out for four months and she'll be gone for weeks. See you later. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Hey, yeah. Do you know what? Your Karen will be getting booked all over if she hasn't been out for five months. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Let's find out where this Karen lives because I tell you what, like, you know me, I'm class with my camcorder. You, you are, yeah. No one will know it's you because you'll wear a mask properly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'll show, hey, can you, we can do them a video. We'll do it proper with Karen. I think we should, yeah. Uh, they've, 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 then, they've then finished with, uh, please be safe, make sure your loved ones know how to use a mask correctly. Check on any elderly or disabled neighbours and relatives. From the 23rd of July, you must wear masks in shops. Together, we can beat this. Uh, so if you've got any questions, you can email tdls2016 at virginmedia.com. And that is the Teesside Dementia uh, guys there who put these brilliant leaflets together and then littered the streets of Stockton.
fucking with them. Hey, yeah, well done. Hey, yeah, well done. Oh, they just forgot to do the bag up. <laughs> they fell every other jokes, my All right, all right. Hey, yeah, well done, lads and lasses. That's class. You do a really good job there. Do you know what I mean? And, like, obviously, I'm going to need your help one day because I'm, like, it's going that way anyway. So yeah. uh, thank you very much for everything you do. Hey, yeah, I think I'm a bit worried about that last calendar baby sit the last strap line. I might remove that, yeah. My name's Neil Warlock and I'm the new manager of Middlesbrough Football Club and I'm proper chuffed. What I can promise thee is non-stop attacking football. We'll defend tight at the back and we'll tackle like fucking midfield. I'll take none of that shit. None of that shit off them players, I tell thee, honestly. We're going in hard. We're fighting all the way. I'm having none of it. Any back chat? You get a bat. Simple as that. I take no fucking crap, honestly. The butter. That's what we are. We deserve to be in Premier League, and that's where we're going to be. I promise thee. I'm going to put all of my efforts in. I might be 92, but I've got a few years left of me yet. So don't you worry, butter fans. I'm going to give it me all. Me and my team, we're going to give it us all. I tell thee, honestly. What you can expect to see is goals. Tackles, yellow cards, fucking red cards, an uptaking flange at Riverside because I'm right hunky for my age, and above all, passion, lots of fucking passion, I promise thee that, so get behind me, and get behind me team, Warlock and his magicians we're gonna come at the championship and we're gonna do our art we're gonna fucking storm it I tell thee up the butter An important part of the show this week. I've got not. I've not got an update on me. Uh, my journey to becoming a vicar. Uh, I just thought I'd have a couple of days off. You know what I mean with all like the footy finishing and the stuff. Father Feeler's fine about it. He said just take as much time as you want off and pick it back up. So next week I'll have a substantial update on my journey through the good lords underpants, whatever. It is. I don't know what it is, uh, but. We want to have a chat, don't we, man, about uh, it is time for the annual The Butter Awards. I'm not very good at jingles this week, am I? Yeah, yeah, that was all right. I quite liked it. Uh, well, listen, we're going we're gonna to come up with some awards, aren't we, for, uh, you know, the Butter uh, this season. Uh, we were going to do... Um, the shittest player, but there was just too many nominees. Uh, so we're not bothering with that one. Um, shittest manager, that was one. Yeah, um, yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah. It was like, hands down, that one, it. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the first the first award that we're going to have a discussion about, Mallet, is best haircut of the season. Well, uh, yeah, well, this was splitting the two for me, like, because... Uh, yeah, well, like you know, a fight partner. <laughs> yeah, well, I, from down the club, me and the lads talked about this, right? And you've got your lockdown and then your after lockdown haircut, haven't you? Like, for the lads. Yeah. So who had the most consistently class hair is what I'm thinking. That might sway it. Because we had pretty sensible haircuts this year, didn't we? Like, no one was outrageous, which I think was part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, like waking up with his like dreadlock things that were class, right? But he pissed off early, so he can't win. 
Yeah, I was going to say Shotgun was my contender. Um, you know that kid at the front where they, they pull him out with name and they go, yeah, it's Mala, it's Mala, Mala. Oh, he's not here. Put it back in. Draw another one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. he's not here. So, yeah, see you later, mate. Do you think we should give it to George Friend? <laughs> well, most, most of the Teesside women would, yeah. Too right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's because he's got good hair, hasn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, and he's a class lad, and he sounds. He's so, a nice lad, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, I bet that. Yeah, uh, we'll give George Friend best haircut, I think, because we can't think of any. Normally, Clayton comes up with like a top knot or yeah, a, an undercut, he's been, doesn't he? He's off his game, hasn't he? Like literally, mm. like he hasn't been playing. Yeah, past four years. Yeah. Uh, so, right, George Friend is the winner of the best haircut award. Well done, George. Well done. Uh, right, uh, this is your uh, nomination for the award, Maller. Top dickhead. <laughs> Wait, uh, right, like we've we've got a few in the butter at the minute, like they've been cutting about. But I tell you, what I'm going to go for as my number one dickhead. Right, I'm telling you now, it's you, your big lamppost, Custed. I tell you why, all that money, and you were still crap, right? And then when you come up and you said to you, like, oh, I don't really want to play that last game in case I hurt myself. What do you mean, play that last game in case you hurt yourself? You've been playing for us for three years and you've only played about seven games. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've been injured all that time, right? But, but he basically been injured over half his Boris day, right? And we paid his wages. We're still paying his wages. And he says, I am, um, no, I'm going to slide you off in case I get injured. Well, yeah, I tell you what, I hope you just get picked up by Hartley Pool or someone like that. And I hope they pay you 50 bob a week. And I hope you get your legs broken in your first game. It's a bit harsh, but uh, yeah. I kind of agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Well, that's just the way I feel about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he'll end up going to play abroad because no one will... Uh, well, no one will... will <laughs> no one will remember what he's like. That's what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you are a footballer. <laughs> he definitely, definitely did wear me up like all of this season, uh, but he's definitely wound me up here. Uh, and I'll tell you another one who's been bubbling away in the background with winding us up, right? And I'll tell you now, right, I always thought he was a decent lad, and we know why, but it's only how woody in it. Yeah, now we go again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it sounds like every time, like like well, after I spuff me muff after two seconds of banging a lass, and that's the excuse I use when she goes, "Is that it?" And I'll go, hey, "Yeah, we'll go again." Yeah, and then you'll go, "Look, the table doesn't lie." Yeah, I know <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I can't believe, right? Woody top, right? He actually said, "Yeah, the table doesn't lie," but it's lying. Like I had a proper little fit on national TV. Yeah, it's lying, isn't it? It's only telling fibs. Well, it wasn't, was it, Woody? Do you know what mm. I mean? Because you always telling us fibs. The other, like, but you know what I mean? Enough the other nomination, the other nomination there is Robbie Keane. Um, <laughs> well, I. Um, you know, being a prolific international goal scorer, he couldn't coach any of our lads to it a band door. Uh, they were just crap. I think he just came here for the luxurious Teesside lifestyle because his lass is beautiful and she needed to be seen in the Teesside parishes. Well, I um, like she only moved here so she could have a couple of nights out in Yam. Yeah, but I think I think the award, as you said, there should go to Rudy Gusted, definitely. Uh, well done, Rudy, you big fucking lamppost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come back. Um, this is this is a controversial um, award. The next one, and it is for the uh, most official flange tickler award. <laughs> uh, now, who do we reckon? 
at the most <laughs> off the record flange. Anderson is not allowed in the in the in this anymore. Uh, yes, the recurrent squad. Who had the most off the record flange? Do you think? Well, <laughs> no, that should be legal. You said off the record. Surely that was what he was trying to achieve. Uh, right. No, hang on. No, that was him getting a criminal record. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let me tell, let me have a think here. Who, who do you reckon got the most off the record of the record flange? Let's have a think. Well, George, like if George wasn't so nice, he probably could have. But he's like mm-hmm. proper nice. He'd be like, oh no, he's like Mr. Darcy, you know, from Pride. There's, only, there's only one winner, I think, right? Oh, yeah. And it's got to be Jed Spence. And I'll tell you why. It's Well, it's between Jed Spence and Tav. Right, I've seen these young lads doing them dances in the Dickens Inn, you know, where they pretend to brush breadcrumbs off the shoulders oh, and stuff right. like that. Right, and all the lasses are going, Oh, look at them, the professional footballers earning loads of coin. And they're like, Yeah, look at me in my class, you know, like Vivian Westwood shirts and that. And I've, I'm not drinking because I'm not allowed, but I've got me proper class Porsche outside. And do you want to lift back to ours? And we'll have a proper class gangbang. So, what's been going on? But they've been quite humble when they're on the pitch like oh I'm just blessed to be a footballer I'm just blessed for the opportunity to be part of the Professional Football Association and really they are just tapping flange left right and centre they really are so well, it's yeah. going to be between well, Spence and Tap yeah well, well yeah I've been home with both of them they're that good you know what I mean like when you were <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I didn't yeah. know I was like I just was grabbing onto the spoilers as they were going off you know what I mean and, yeah well that, that was the thing like I once fell off you know you know where the crown is? It's, it's derelict now. Like, yeah. I, I fell out the back there and rolled down this alley and we, your man Coulson was sat down there, wasn't he? Eating a scoff and a tin of beans. Well, he, he, he is the only homeless football, footballer in, in England. Um, no, sure. The pitch, you know, like they just put a hot dog behind the goal and he just sprints for it and then they shifted dead quick. I've seen it. Yeah, Um <laughs> You know, I, I, I once seen him at the bus station asking for 28 pence to get the bus to open to Armsby. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't help him out, so I just I just gave him a mojo. I had, you know, like a mojo sweet in my pocket. Uh, but there's no way he could have peeled that mojo. Now, you can swap them anyway. That's like legal tender. Yeah, in in fat pats they were. <laughs> well, uh, so. Hey, yeah, uh, in our Julie's house, they are, man. That's legal. <laughs> you get what you want. Uh, I think most unofficial flange. I'm going to give it to Spence because I reckon he's got the better air. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm having that. He's well done, Spence. As well. Yeah, well done, young lads. Keep it going. Keep that pocket good. Scotland, go on. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll tell you now, right. I've got a little sum up for the season, Ted, and I want like I'll have a little sum up again. You have a little sum up, right? All right, all right. Go on. I'm excited because like we played against Luton and Wing scored a wicked goal, right? And I was like, where you were going to walk the league Woody's one of our own and we're playing all the young lads right? but as the season went on do you know what I mean the table started lying but it wasn't the table it was Woodgate wasn't it uh, yeah. and then I started to see through Robbie Keane who just used to stand and shout at people and then Gibbo never put his hand in his pockets at all and we started selling all our players do you know what I mean and then as it got to the end of the season we thought coronavirus was going to save us but it wasn't who saved us in the end was it it was Neil Warnock and he's been a virus for us a lot of time because he always seems to beat us but now he's going to be one of our own and hopefully next season do you know what I mean we can have 
have Walnock and we can have the other ball bag who used to be a Leeds manager and I, it was his assistant I know you are yeah I never forgive you Leeds don't you worry about it I still have <laughs> Walnock though <laughs> right right I tell you now Leeds I'm not having it right but next season onwards and upwards give or get your hand in your pocket right and let's buy some class players up the butter yeah, it's a good, it's a good. Neil Warnock there, from virus to anecdote, I believe. Well, well, well I, yeah, that's why you're the best for words, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. See, I just summed that whole 365-word paragraph there uh, in, in three words. <laughs> I, can say that. I can run that quick, and you know what I mean? That's how I do it. Yeah, yeah, uh, but no, you're right. You're right. I, I'm, I, I'm. I reciprocate that as well. Neil Warnock. I think we freed up the wage bill a bit now. We've got rid of a couple of donkeys. I just hope now we can um, utilise the good young players, bring in some strong. Uh, either loan signings or free transfers with experience I think we need an experienced goalkeeper to lead from the back because we've always done well with an experienced keeper in the back if you think about it in the past when we had Gary Walsh uh, Mark Schwartz uh, even when we even when we had is it Andy Lonigan's a league winner now when he can get him back <laughs> yeah well I <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, thank you for interrupting my little spiel there, my lad. I didn't interrupt yours, you fucker. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and then we also, even when we had Shea Given in goal, he was fantastic and 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 sort of he was a catalyst for us as well. So I think having a good, experienced goalkeeper at the back speaks volumes. Even the lad who we saw at the West Ham, you know, he was outstanding for us and he was a talisman goalkeeper. And that's what we need. Then we need two strong centre backs because uh, you know Fry, I don't think he's consistent enough. Uh, so we need two experienced centre backs, um, and we need um, we need a defensive midfielder, an attacking midfielder, and another two strikers. And I think we'll be all right for a playoff position then. But experience, try and get Billy Sharp. I think get Billy Sharp. They go. I'm done. There you were, lad. That was class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, is Talisman the country that Randolph played for? You said goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that place before in my life. But probably Randolph's Irish, you dickhead. Is he? All right. Yeah. Is that a place yeah. in Ireland then? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, but where do you from? I'm from I'm from the county of Talisman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's come to our favourite part of the show where we like to play you a little clip of the offshore boys. Last week you heard Pybo do really well and who wants to be a millionaire. But what's happening this week, Mallet? Do you know? Do you know? Like you you keep on nicking the radio time so I can't like see what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I keep writing tape next to it in Byro. <laughs> like dads do. <laughs> uh, right, so here it is. An episode of the Offshore Boys. All right, all right, all right, all right, love you. All right, how about you? All right, Barry, you want a pint, mate? You want a pint? Well, I love one of your onshore pints, kid. Well, I. 
Well, I mean, on the floor, lad, because that's where you're going to be. Uh, I'll tell you this. Do I have to cross my legs like you're going to tell us a story at nursery? Listen, Pybo. You've only gone three on three off, haven't you? You've only gone, wouldn't want one of their offshore, onshore, offshore people, you know what I mean? But you've only booked some slag from Hartley Pole, haven't you? Oh, no, it's Dirty Deborah! Dirty Deborah. Dirty Deborah. And apparently now she's up the duff, kid. Do you know what I mean? Fuck off! Well, yeah, that's what it says. Can't be, yeah, she can't be. I, I, I gave her a demand stripes all over her face. Right. I pulled it out by right there. Apparently, she says she's up the duff and she knows what you earn and she's after £85,000 a week. Do you know what I mean? And she yeah. said, you can have that and she's and she's got to have at least or at least one Breitling and one oh, Discovery. Do you know what I mean, uh, Pybo? That's a quarter of my salary and a fifth of my watches. Well, uh, yeah, well, Pybo, that's what you get for messing about with people from Martleypole. But oh, man. Let me tell you this, Pybo. It's worse than that. Oh, how could it be worse than that? Well... You get pregnant up the bum. Not even that, kid. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've looked under you, you know what I mean? I've took you under my wing. I mean, I've been looking after you, taking you offshore and all that. I mean, you, you, know, just, you, you know what I mean? You were just doing out on shore, weren't you? Just doing, like, little, daft little things and bits and bobs. I made you a man. But I tell you what, you've let me down here because now you've broken one of the firm rules of offshore. You've only been with an Hartlepool bird. So that means oh. I'm going to take you to see the offshore elders, mind. She said she was fucking winyard. Well, the offshore elders. And let me tell you, Pybo, they want an ex they'll want an answer. Because there's never been an offshore kid born from Matleypool where mind. Do you know what I mean? This could be you turning in your Brightland to the big lad. No man, no buddy, buddy, you've got to come with me, mate. You've got to help me. What happens next? Well, do you know what I mean? It's a mystic face that we have to travel. You know what I mean? We have to get on the party train for a start. Do you know what I mean? Get ourselves up to Aberdeen and then I'll take you in a boozer where I'll arrange to meet the offshore elders. And they will decide your fate, you know what I mean? Whether they take all your tickets off you and cast you back down so you can only work onshore, you know, only earning up to six, 70 or 80 grand a year, you know what I mean? Wouldn't want one of them onshore jobs. Yeah. You'll get your story straight, kid. Right, there's yeah. no chance to lose. Finish your pint. Let's do a couple of keys, like, and we'll start. It hasn't even arrived yet. Where is she? Well. Tough cow. Uh, right. Okay. Well, chill, pie boy. Do you know what I mean? We can still do it. Well. Well. What are you going to be doing tonight, then, kid? Well. I'm going to be going out in Hartlepool. Well. Fuck it. I'm still going out. <laughs> well. Well. was a very very intense episode of the offshore voice there and do keep listening to next week because next week's episode does say the lads go and visit the offshore elders to for Pivo to meet his fate it's good stuff isn't it Mala? Yeah, yeah it's class man uh, like you know what I mean wouldn't want one of your onshores and that's like I don't really understand it but I love it yeah, I know. I, 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 I got a funny feeling they're doing a lot of references to things that we don't really understand. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's just like everything in it. Why are they always referring to like snooker balls and stuff? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, they, they've got these nice watches called bright things. That's bright things, yeah. Uh, Pretty bright things. Well, I, uh, yeah, I know some of the offshore lads, like they're all proper ad and sound as well, and like they look dead cool and that. And they always like, like buy me a pint after I do a couple of dances for him. Yeah, I've seen it before. I've seen him before. Going, he's Maller. Maller, go and do a dance on that dance floor over there with your underpants off, and I'll get you a pint of skull. And you can't do it, don't you? Every time. Yeah, you well, I man, course I do. Them fools, man, I do it for free. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you speaking of that? Like, I've got to go down the club now because I've got to do the marker anyway. No pants on. If there's some lads down there, you know what I mean. I'm definitely going to get smashed as well. And I mean a drink, Ted. Don't be filthy. All right, I'll finish up again. I'll see you down there shortly, mate. I'll get the fifty bobbin. Good lad. See you later, mate. See you, Mala. Mala there, he's off down the club to do his legendary no-pants dance, uh, where many people from far and wide buy him a drink of choice if he dances with his junk out. Yeah, it's not a pretty sight. Right, so that concludes another superb episode of Ted Talks, Ted Anky podcast. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please share the episode about on social media. Invite all your matters and friends and family and whoever to give it a listen and a share. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Uh, that makes a hell of a difference. Um, it gets me up the podcast charts. Might get me noticed. I might even make a few quid. I very much doubt it though you know what I mean it's a tough industry it really is and I'm a bit shit but uh, listen you can support uh, the TED Talks the TED Anky podcast um, and you can support me as a, a, a sort of influencer that's what I'm branding myself as now um, but uh, I'm not really no I'm just a dial who likes to create stuff but um, it'd be nice to be rewarded and I want to reward you so you can become a patron of TED all you've got to do is go to tedhanky.com and click on my podcast link, the TED Talks podcast, and there's a little button there saying become a patron. Click that. There's a couple of options there for you to sign up and you can get loads of sort of exclusive content, free gifts such as T-shirts, and Thorn of Scuttler, Top Flange, um, Make Butter Great Again hats, um, uh, uh, a Ted Hanky officially signed mug as well. I do sign them personally. Uh, and loads of stuff on there as well where you can get discounted tickets um, discounted tickets for shows um, you can also get a personal free invite to um, a night in the pub with me and Mallet where it's a bit of a Q&A session we're open to do before Christmas in a pub in either Stockton or Middlesbrough or maybe both if it's popular and um, yeah so sign up to it um, it's not much it's worth doing it helps me to keep creating stuff for you and um, it be very much appreciated so that is tedhanky.com click on my podcast tab and there's a little button there saying become a patron or you can just go to patreon.com and search for me uh, but it'll be worth it do it there'll be a link on uh, the social media pages as well on Ted Hanky's social media page so you can find it on there and you can become an official
official Thornaby Scuttler. That's right. Um, and we'll go dogging together in that class. You know what I mean? Uh, as always, I want to say a big thank you to the uh, regular sponsors of the show. Uh, you've got Butterfan TV, who will no doubt be over the moon now with the appointment of Neil Warlock. Um, so up the butter, give him a follow on Facebook. Um, they've got a they've got a YouTube uh, channel and Instagram, uh, but they don't bother with Twitter because it's shite. Uh, Showcase comedy. Uh, they should be back producing gigs in the northeast very soon. I know they've just announced a couple in the Bradford area featuring uh, Tom Bins, who's been on um, eight out of ten cats does countdown. Is Ivan Brackenbury one of his characters? Uh, he's doing a show in September up in Bradford, and the discount comedy checkout are doing an improv show in Bradford in August the twenty second. Uh, but you know I'm conscious a lot of you are Side North East based so watch this space for some shows hopefully coming at the Georgian Theatre in Stockton in the near future uh, jokepit.com uh, another sponsor of the show that's where you get all your tickets to um, these showcase shows and other comedy events all around the country uh, and the last stop to Edinburgh Comedy Festival which will be launching again next year with a fantastic lineup of TV comedians right that's all the promo more shit over uh, do take particular notice of becoming a patron of my show though you mother mother lickers uh, now listen um, we've uh, the season's over um, you know it's time to reset it's time to get back on track it's time to support Neil Warlock and you know as per usual I love you all up the border and believe <laughs>